El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions, and then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I sort of do the same thing, I guess. Joining me today. I mean, he's my co-host, so he's here all the time. He wasn't here last week, though, so I did get a break from having to come up with things to say about him in this intro. But now we're back at it this week, and I can tell you this... This guy loves some fucking raisins. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May, also joining us. He is my co-host on a monthly chat show called 69 Minutes that you can hear on the Unpops Patreon and Supercast channels. He's also my co-host on a podcast called The 90 Suck, which will be back soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Chet Wild. It's going to be a great show. Hey everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, stop it! Jeff's back. Jeff's stop here. Lying. Jeff's here. Yeah, back. Did Jeff leave? Finger finger guns. Oh, finger oh finger guns may they call him. I thought it was finger blast may. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I don't it, understand Jeff. what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that means. What is that? Also I'm in a I'm in a, a Reddit forum with Jeff Sexes. Jeff, what they call him Finger Blast May. Jeff sexes. Hmm. Yes. Weird. Hey, that's Chet Wild. We got the Dream Team in the booth today. <laughs> Jeff and Chet. Hmm. Two great call tastes. Call me Scotty taste. Pippen. What's that make me? Phil Jackson. Yeah. I'm Scotty Pippen. Nope. Okay. No, that's fine. We don't have. No I one. couldn't hear you because Jeff was There's making no nonsensical noises. What? I think you might be subscribing. Are you listening to a different podcast right now while we try to record this? <laughs> no. What the what? fuck is happening? Why is it so weird? Why is everybody being weird? Because <laughs> Jeff just asked you a question. I mean, I didn't answer him. I asked you a question and you just stared into the void like a, a fucking cat. <laughs> and I didn't want to talk again because it seemed like we were talking over each other. Oh, my God. This is like a UCB show. <laughs> Do you want to just start again? Can no. Can we get a suggestion for a podcast? No, this is great. This is uh, great. I can't think of a better way to start this podcast. Because here's the thing. People are going to see the title, and half of them are going to turn it off anyway. Because a lot of our fans, much like Jeff, don't even like sports. Okay, that's not true. I like sports, but you, Adam, don't even Jeff doesn't even like, like sports. sports so. But we're not really talking about sports today. We are. But we're more Jeff talking. Doesn't even like sports drinks. Oh, uh, I don't know if that's true. It's their pseudo science. Oh, well, are you in the right place? Olympic today, level then? athlete. Oh, the sports drinks are just sugar and salt. Yeah. That's all they yeah. are. But that's a whole lot. Well, I mean, that kind of ties into what we're talking about today because we we do have to talk about some sports. After all, this is going up almost immediately after the Super Bowl ends. We're recording it a week away from the Super Bowl. As we record this, uh, the Super Bowl will be happening, I believe, seven days from now. Because we're recording this at 2.15. I mean, I know we make this reference and we've done this in the past, but wouldn't it be crazy if something awful happened and the Super Bowl was canceled? Oh, man. 
you need to do an alternate. Man, it's crazy that the Super Bowl exploded right before the Super Bowl happened slash during the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it's right? awkward that we're we're still going to power on and talk about the Super Bowl despite all the tragedy that happened. And it's even yeah. crazier Ooh. that before that explosion, Tom Brady's immune system gave out and he's in a coma. <laughs> it just fell out of his body. That's what the explosion was. Yeah. yeah. It's just slithered out like he a ghost. He got hit so hard on the first play, his immune system just evaporated into the air. He just decayed like he's fucking Indiana Jones's arch enemy, <laughs> just withering away. Yeah, the title of this episode as we record it is How Pseudoscience Won a Super Bowl, but we might have to adjust that to how pseudoscience almost won a Super Bowl. The story and previously won way. six others. Right. I don't I don't know how much of what Tom Brady is doing now played into those other six Super Bowls. It seems like this is a thing he adopted semi recently. I'm going to guess at least two of the Super Bowls previously involve him like ingesting gelatinous vitamin cubes or some shit. <laughs> That's essentially what we're talking about is all the crazy shit Tom Brady does to still maintain his level of excellence. I hate that I have to say it that way, but there's really no other way to say it. That well, man is... I would interject and say the things he does that we perceive are why he maintains his level of excellence. I don't know if some of these things actually have that much to do with it. No, I'm, I'm just saying these are things no. he does. But yeah, half of yeah. this shit is crazy. It is weird. It's a very snake oil vibe that we're going to get in this episode because he's like, he's doing all this while also being the hardest working guy out there that like pr the, the amount that he practices is, is insane. And I don't know if you've ever seen interviews with any of his receivers, but they're always just like, man, this guy's he's he just wants to practice yeah, all the time. Yeah, because he wants to get away from his He's... nag of an ugly wife <laughs> brady dangerfield <laughs> yeah hey, let me tell you let me tell you my brazilian <laughs> wife yeah this super bowl matchup is interesting because on on the one hand you got tom brady who is 43 so a year younger than me and on the other side of the ball at quarterback patrick mahomes who is 25 and Tom Brady is generally accepted as the best quarterback of all time. Maybe not from a talent perspective, but when you combine talent and accomplishments, Tom Brady is by far the greatest quarterback of all time. In terms of the mental resilience. I mean, I think, I think it comes down to like when you talk about the certain talents of players and you talk about people like Elway who could throw the ball across the fucking football field or you talk about Favre who could throw like 180 miles an hour and that's just and his like, dick yeah, whipping but... out <laughs> hey, oh. he throws it out because <laughs> he's, he's a, a sex, terrible person because he's, yeah. he's a sex offender and a, and a fucking monster but Brady I think he like has that all the right numbers that crunch together where it's like well he doesn't need to throw 85 yards because he's never he's had always to. been really accurate He's always had a very accurate arm, yeah. and that works well in the Bill Belichick system that he was working in all those years. And to Jeff's point about the athletic dominance of some of the other quarterbacks, I think that's reflected in the draft numbers, too. L.A. Favre. Oh, yeah, of course. Those guys were early draft picks. Tom Brady, barely a sixth-round pick. Sixth round, yeah. It's like, how often do we mention Marino? Like, I know he was great, especially at the time that he was playing, but how often do you bring up Marino well, now? Well, he got to the Super Bowl that first year and then never again. Yeah. It's fucking Ray Finkel, man. Fucking turn Blazes them laces out. out, man. Yeah, the thing that about... That movie it, does not hold up well. No, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the thing about Patrick Mahomes, though, on the other side, he's super young and 
most people are expecting him to be the next Tom Brady. He's in his third season. He's gone to the AFC Championship three times, almost made the Super Bowl twice, made the Super Bowl once and won. Well, no, now he's, yeah. No, he's made the Super Bowl twice, almost made it a third time. Yeah. It's interesting when you look at young quarterbacks and you put sort of like an expectation on them. And I think it's like, this is probably the worst sport to do that in because of how common like injuries an injury in baseball say you like you're like oh my god they tore their acl they're out for a season and then eventually they'll come back sometimes in football it's like oh they got hit slightly too hard and now their life is ruined right even if they come back it's usually in a diminished capacity yeah it, it, it is definitely one of those things where it's it's unfair to put those expectations on patrick mahomes at 25 years old yeah especially with he's kind of a mobile quarterback and mobile quarterbacks tend to get injured a lot. He's not mobile like Michael Vick was, but Michael Vick is a good example of someone who his first injury was to his reputation and that sent him to prison for a few years. But then when he came back, like he should have had really fresh legs from just, you know, lounging in prison for a few years. But I think he got hurt. Like Robert Griffin third is another example of a quarterback who, See, like he came into the league and there was all this hype around him and then injuries kind of fucked him up. So yeah, Mahomes, it could be the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And I think there's something to be said and, and something that, you know, that we should say before we get into all the pseudoscience stuff of Tom Brady has had a very, very long career and not to the least of which that the New England Patriots have made it a point to specifically make sure they had the greatest offensive line in history every single and year. And Tom Brady and being that a part is, of that, like he's buying his linemen like BMWs for having good games. Like if you prevent sacks this game, yeah. I'm going to give you Rolexes. That's what you do if you want to have a career is make sure the people in front of you will fucking jump in front of a bullet for you. And that's what the Patriots did. That's how they drafted. They always were like, we need to have the strongest fucking line. Nobody will have a better offensive line. And that's what's so interesting about Tom Brady and TB12, which is the name of his workout and self-care regimen that we're going to get into that's kind of the question. It's like, yeah, you're still playing in your 40s and you're playing at a very high level and you haven't been hurt much. But also we're in an era where a bunch of quarterbacks have played into their late 30s, early 40s. And I think that has more to do with NFL rules changing to protect quarterbacks. And a lot of that oh, was yeah. after the Brady. injury. Yeah, a lot of it was done to protect Tom Brady. And he's been well, it was after the fact, too, right? Yes, because he Tom Brady had one season where he was out with injury and the rules completely changed after that. Yeah, that was Matt Castle's time to shine. Right. You remember. But it could be that it could just be him not realizing he was playing under such ideal circumstances. And then now in Tampa, he's under those same circumstances. Their offensive line is fucking great. So maybe it's not all the alkaline dust he sprinkles on his food and maybe it's just that but you can't tell tom brady that i just picture tom brady getting like a big slice of dominoes and sprinkling fucking <laughs> ash all over it mm -mm, this is how i stay chet, have, the grease have you ever sprinkled alkaline dust on your food chat it seems like the kind of thing you would read about in a book and maybe take up for a week no i sprinkle parmesan cheese on everything <laughs> that's the same that's my thing. alkaline dust that was going to be my second question. That's the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, I was. At, I saw debates on all these sports shows about 
whether if Tom Brady wins this Super Bowl, can Patrick Mahomes ever catch him as the greatest of all time? And that debate is centering around the idea that Tom Brady is maybe going to win the Super Bowl and then retire. And I don't think that's the case. Not unless he gets wrecked. Yeah. I, I love how people are like, is there ever a chance that he could be better? It's like, yeah, he's going to win more Super Bowls and have better numbers. That's how you that's how we would prove it. But he's 20. He's two decades younger than Tom Brady. Tom Brady could literally be his dad. Yeah, there is enough of an age difference that Tom Brady could be his dad. And like Tom Brady at one point was saying he wanted to play till he was 45. But then there was a recent L.A. Times interview where he kicked that up a notch. Now he says 46 or 47 is the age he wants to play to. There's a great bit by Daniel Tosh, and it was about the awful man we Brett talked Favre, about before, yeah. Brett Favre, when everybody was like yelling at him to retire. And he's like, why would you ever do that if people are going to keep paying you? Like, why would you be like, no, oh, I have second string. What's that make? Three million dollars a year? Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then like agreed. Yeah. Like, although at this point in time, how much money? Practice do you need? squad. That's 400 grand a year. Fine. That's even easier. Not going to die in practice, probably. Mm. Yeah. But if you if you build a, a self-help bullshit empire, you don't need that NFL money. Yeah, the question is, is it paying off for Tom Brady? And we'll, that's definitely what we're going to talk about next. But I also, I'll link to this on the website. I trust you both have seen this comparison that's going around. Tom Brady recently surpassed George Blanda as the oldest person to ever score a touchdown in the NFL. George Blanda looks like what I imagine Jeff's dad is. <laughs> George Blanda looks like if a cigar wished to be a retired He's cop. He's got Jeff's chin. He looks like my Aunt Ruthie when she died in her 60s. Who also has Jeff's chin. Had. I have a good chin. I'm not, I'm not what, saying what it's a bad here. chin. I'm saying it's the same chin. George Blanda's got a good chin. And if you dig around in pictures of him enough, there's all these pictures of him like smoking on the way into the locker room. <laughs> Just a completely different era. And meanwhile, Tom Brady looks like he's going to greet you at the door at Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things, too, where like George Blanda looks like a guy who like took the day off from his construction job so he could go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a different time then, though, too. Yeah, he looks like like a mean cop. Oh, yeah. George Blanda has racist face for for days and days and days. Again, I cannot emphasize enough how much he looks like Jeff. He doesn't look like Jeff. That's so cruel. <laughs> this man looks so old, and I think I don't look old for my age. Yeah, me and George Blanda are the same age. I am George Blanda's age in that picture, and I hope I don't. I feel like I haven't smoked cigarettes for enough years to look like that. I wish like you'd that. grow his mutton chops. That I, I'm all for growing those mutton chops out. Yeah, think about it too. Is like you haven't spent a life trying to like fight off linebackers yeah. for 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, and he was playing in the the sixties and seventies NFL when was there he a weren't two way player. There there weren't rules to protect the quarterback. Did you say was he a two way player? No. Yeah, he. I believe he was a kicker also and quarterback. Gotta and he probably that. played defense. It was freewheeling back then. <laughs> he was the offensive coordinator. <laughs> he's the team and the manager. Yeah, he's fucking, he's like, during halftime, he's not going out back so he can help the pep squad get shit going <laughs> back when they called it the pep squad. So this raises the obvious question. How is Tom Brady keeping it together the way he is? And if you ask him, he's going to tell you it's because of a whole bunch of fucking pseudoscience. He's got this program called TB12. It's such a part of his life 
There is a TB12 training facility attached to the New England Patriots practice facility. I don't know if it's still there since he left, well, he but... I was going to be like, did they move that to Tampa? Like, the whole facility? Honestly, him being in Tampa Bay and his product being called TB12, that's that's just the stars aligning right there. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Oh, we didn't... Before we get into the pseudoscience, we didn't even give our predictions for the Super Bowl. Who do we, who do we think won this Super Bowl? I think I think Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl. What about you, Chet? I mean, I want both teams to lose, but it would seem that Tom Brady is beyond human. Yeah, somehow Tom Brady's the He's less evil option here, I think. Jeff, who do you I know you don't yeah. even like sports, but wow. Wow. No, I fuck with Tom Brady, I guess, you know. I mean, the fun thing about Tom Brady, and this is something that I've mentioned a lot when it comes to, like, New England fans, because whenever people would be like, fucking, ah, fucking Tom Brady, I'm always like, Tom Brady fucking hates you. Like, he's grateful that you're buying his shit, but there is a 0% chance that Tom Brady would hang out with anybody that was a Tom Brady fan. It just reminded, that reminds me, Brady's a Trump supporter, so I don't know if I can actually say I think he'll win. Here's what I'll say is I don't really think he is so much as he's a guy that he used to know. I think that's yeah, I don't, slightly different. I don't I don't know for sure about Brady still being a Trump supporter, but I agree with Jeff that he's not like us. He's not a regular guy. Like I remember he won Super Bowl MVP one year and they gave him a Ford F one fifty. And I was like, Tom Brady doesn't drive trucks. Like he's gonna give <laughs> his that to his landscaper. Was gonna- Yep. Yeah. That's exactly. It was like, oh, your landscaper's got a new, <laughs> a new Super Bowl Fifty branded fucking F one fifty. I would be so weirded out Could if I am- saw Tom Brady in a truck. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that that would be like seeing The Rock in a Ferrari. You're just like, no. <laughs> like, I get why you have it, but no. Yeah. So it it kind of stands to reason that the way Tom Brady takes care of himself isn't the way everyone else does also. This would be the Trump parallel that I would pull on Tom Brady is that the person probably despises the people that love him. Right, yeah. Like, I'm grateful you're here, but also don't fucking touch me or make eye contact with me. Yeah, I could see Tom Brady being that. Hearing about this diet he follows just kind of reinforces that. He seems like the kind of person who would look down on you for eating a cheeseburger in the middle of the week. Dude, this starts, and I was just like, all right, I can fuck with this, and then immediately goes off the fucking Yeah, rails. that's the other thing. A lot of the stuff he believes and practices isn't that crazy. Eating lean meat, a lot of people just focus on eating chicken when it comes to meat, and like chicken and fish. That's a very common thing. Eats a lot of nuts, eats a lot of hummus, some really basic diet stuff that if everyone adhered to it you'd probably all be way healthier i mean i'm kind of doing yeah. that now but you look like kid that fucking old quarterback guy oh wouldn't that be nice <laughs> what if george blanda was just fucking ripped i wouldn't be surprised if he had like that like strong old man <laughs> body he looks like he just got out of jail breaking rocks in an old fucking <laughs> like in an old steve mcqueen movie he you looks know like steve mcqueen but if steve mcqueen lived if steve mcqueen beat cancer Yeah, if instead of being good at driving away from things, he fought things regularly.
Hi, we're two non-doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We have a podcast. I don't know how we got it. Well, we're comedians. We stopped getting actual stage time, so we turned to the internet. We Um, have a lot of questions about health. We talk about what we want to know more about, and then we ask our fans to tell us if we're right. And we're very rarely right. We're never right. We've been learning a lot through Google. Our first episode is about Maria having misophonia, to me discussing dyslexia, stuff that people feel like they know a little bit about and want to know more about, to us discovering stuff neither of us knew much about like ASMR. My mom's on the show. My mom is a veterinarian. I'm pretty sure she's going to replace us at some point. We are on the Unpops Network. They saw our potential and was like, we think someday you guys will actually have value. (laughs) Which is an unpopular opinion. (laughs) Two non-doctors. Don't don't listen listen to us. (laughs) Seriously, guys, we don't know what we're talking about. All that stuff about Tom Brady's diet is relatively normal, but that's the whole thing about these diets in general is there's got to be some kind of quirk that boils down to more than don't eat like an asshole and exercise and you'll probably hit your goals. The example I always point to is the, the Susan Powder Stop the Insanity Diet in the 90s. Remember that? I remember that. That was a diet that claimed if you ate less than 20 grams of fat per day, you could eat whatever you want and you would lose weight. And nope, it turns out because what that eventually became was people pounding an entire box of Snackwell's devil's food cookies at lunch. And those are like 80 calories each, but they're fat free. It's like housing a loaf of bread. Yeah. Yeah. People are just like, What's, uh, the more realistic version of that you. diet would be eat exactly as you do now, but cut it down to 20 grams of fat a day. And then you would lose weight. Yeah. You're going to lose weight just from cutting down to 20 grams of fat, obviously. But it also is a diet that kind of suggests that you could just drink full strength soda all day. And lose weight too, because there's no fat in that. But yeah, there was a big problem. That's where reduced fat peanut butter became like a big thing at the time until people were like, oh, that's just, they just add sugar in it to replace the fat. And you're like, this is just bad. This is worse. Yeah. And it became a thing where it was just sort of counterproductive. People thought they were dieting, but they were just throwing sugary snacks down their gullet. And once that market took off, that diet collapsed. I saw a woman one time just to get a little off track, but not really. (laughs) When I lived in South Dakota, She was walking on a treadmill and had it set to like 2.1 miles an hour, like as slow as you can move while still moving and was drinking a regular Mountain Dew on the tread. It's like you are gaining weight on the treadmill right now. There's no way you're burning enough calories to offset that fucking Mountain Dew, you maniac. Also, Mountain Dew is the grossest flavor of soda. I disagree with that, but that's another podcast. We call that the Appalachian hamster wheel (laughs) right there. Is that what you call it? Man, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sure. Picture it. I can't imagine working out and drinking soda. No. Like that, the, the idea of exercising and then being like, now let me ruin everything and also get a cramp that will make me shit in the middle of my walk. That's why I've never understood gyms that have like smoothie bars. It's like, you're going to drink a smoothie right after that? Like, yeah, I mean, okay, so I do a smoothie after my workouts, but it, all it is, is it, it's a pea protein powder. It's powdered peanut butter. Right well, that's now, not the I kind, that's not the kind of smoothie I, I like I'm talking it. about. Yeah. Water, frozen berries, and then I blend that shit up and that's a tasty treat. Mm. And that's Mountain Dew, more like Mountain Don't. Oh, (laughs) damn. Yeah. Oh, timely chip. I was workshopping that the entire time. Can I be honest? Worth it. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the crazy shit Tom Brady gets into right off the bat. 
he has some radical thoughts on water and how water works. For example, he thinks you should drink half your body weight in ounces of water each day or more if you're also working out. And that actually, I think, is the least crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think about 100 ounces of water, how much I think that I do is. that. Yeah, I have... It's like 10 glasses yeah. of water a day. I have this water bottle oh, yeah. that I drink out of all the time, and it's 40 ounces, and I probably fill it to three or it. four times a day. So I'm, oh. I'm at least approaching yeah. half my body weight. What color is your mm-hmm. urine? I don't pee. Yeah, it's weird. He yeah. doesn't urinate. I sweat it all out. I sweat piss. It's what color is your sweat? Yellow. Like light yellow? yellow? Oh, yeah. then you're not hydrated if it's that dark. Yeah, it's Baja Blast color. (laughs) I fuck with a Baja Blast. Andy Sell turned me on to that. I like the uh, Mountain Dew Code Red, if I can be honest. If we're we're talking Mountain Dews that we fuck with, I fucked with Code Red. Yeah, that one, I liked it. It tasted like a carbonated cough syrup. It's great. It was like a cherry snow cone. Yeah. I fuck with that. Chet, what's your favorite Mountain Dew? None of them. I'm trying to think of that old Simpsons joke. Was it Mountain Dew or was it 7-Up? Yeah, where it's like... You're like Mountain, Mountain Dew or crab juice. And Homer's like, ugh, ah, no. So wait, you're telling me that, that you classify all flavors of Mountain Dew as being like the same thing, which is like, ugh, it has no, It has that though... dewy flavor. No. No, I think you're being a snob right I've, now. I've had Mountain I mean, Dew, Diet Mountain I mean, Dew, nobody... and Mountain Dew Code Red, and they all taste like awful. Mm. Okay, well, there are still 80 flavors you haven't tried. And that that being said, nobody should drink soda. It's fucking awful for you. No. Don't drink it. Yeah. But also, if I was going to drink soda, <laughs> I would have a Dr Pepper. Of course. Yeah. Of I, course. I, I think we can all Dr Pepper is in it, so it's good for you. So, yeah, that's the least um, crazy thing he believes about water. But then there's also the electrolyte supplements he sells, and that's just some idiocracy shit right there. Like no one salt tablets. Yeah. No one needs it all out. Yeah. I can't stress this enough to any of you that are listening. Electrolytes just mean salt. That's all it means. So like Gatorade, when they're like, it gives you electrolytes. That's just salt. You can drink pickle juice and it's it's like better than Gatorade. And that's actually what I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Right. But back when I was fighting, I used to have to drink pickle juice before a fight because it's super Gatorade. And you basically won't cramp up because you'll just stay all the water that you put in your body is going to fucking hang And also out. there were side bets going on on what could they get Jeff to drink before the fight. I was always afraid that I was going to vomit pickle juice if I got hit in the stomach. I was like convinced that would happen. Never did. Yeah. You could just buy a sports drink if you need electrolytes that bad. Like this is half the premise of the movie Idiocracy is people thinking electrolytes are that essential to life that you got to put them in everything. Like this is, but the craziest water thing that Tom Brady believes is that if you hydrate enough after an outdoor workout, you can avoid sunburns. You know what's crazy, though, is I have been told before that to heal a sunburn, hydrate the shit out of yourself. And it apparently like speeds up the healing process for a sunburn. So it was crazy that when I was reading these notes and you're like, this is the craziest thing. And I was like, is it? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like sort of the same thing, but not really the same thing. I mean, general rule yeah, of thumb, I know it's, it's better for your health to be hydrated. Right. But... Is there any evidence that if you're in the sun and you drink enough water, you're not going to get sunburn? 
your skin is exposed to enough UV light, you're going to get sunburn. A sunburn draws fluid to the skin surface and away from the rest of the body. Drinking extra water when you are sunburned helps prevent that dehydration. So it does sort of feed to, I guess, kind of help. But it's not the same thing. Like that, that's just tb12.com. Yeah, that's just saying it will help am, you fend off. Basically, what that sentence is saying is drinking enough water will help you fend off dehydration, which yeah. who got the, paid to come um, up with that? The American, yeah, the American Academy of Dermatology. Be sure to drink plenty of water and sports drinks to replace the lost body fluids and replenish electrolytes. This will help your burn heal more quickly. But it, it says nothing about pickle juice. Well, notice how it doesn't that say hasn't... it will prevent you from getting it. Like, all of that yeah. is for what you do w- once you well, get that's... a sunburn. Yeah, that, that's exactly where, where I was going with that was I, I've heard, and I'm guessing he did too, the correlation between consuming water after you receive a sunburn versus, you know, to prevent them. That's just Listen, let the three of us go to the beach. Adam drinks like a jug of water. I drink half a jug of water. Jeff drinks no water. We lay out shirtless for four hours and see what happens. Yeah, I don't want to do that beach thing. I would like to go to the beach, though. Yeah, I mean, let's go to the going beach. Going to the beach would be fine. Are, are they open again? I don't even know. It's L.A. We just pretend the virus isn't here. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, you can go social distance walk at the beach. So another thing Tom Brady does to stay on his P's and Q's, and this, I think, is a good example of why most people, even if you buy this book, even if you take the sessions, you're not going to be Tom Brady. He goes to bed at 8.30 p.m. every night. Fuck yeah. Like, think of the access to stuff this guy has he could go to any event he can go anywhere he can do anything but he's so dedicated to playing football he's in bed by 8 30 every night i mean he's probably up at 4 30 well he gets nine hours of so sleep like, a night, I, so yeah he gets nine days. hours of sleep yeah. every night yeah because like if i was getting up at 5 30 every morning i'd be probably going to bed pretty early not 8 30 not, not like a, i'm not like i'm six yeah 8 30 that's extreme couldn't you just work out later in the day look i'm not gonna lie though if i take an edible at seven i'm in bed at 8 30 for me it's closer to like 10 30 or 11 but yeah once i take an edible that we're heading for the finish for sure mate what i'd like to do on each of these points i guess is is pull away the common sense slash thing backed by science that's helpful so it's like Yeah, stay hydrated. You don't need all this other bullshit. For sleep, if you go to bed within the same half-hour time every night and get up around the same time every day, your body adjusts and you have a more well-regulated nervous system and your your metabolism's better in check. But that's still bordering on goop. That's Gwyneth Paltrow shit. Well, I'm saying 8.30 has nothing to do with it. Like... If you go to bed at 11 o'clock every night and get up at 7 a.m. every day, it's the same thing. Your body will adjust to that rhythm. I do need a routine. If I get knocked out of a routine... And you've seen it before, but like if I get less than six hours of sleep, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be a rotten piece of shit because my body's going to wake me up at 645 no matter what time I went to bed. So if I go to bed at three, I'm still waking up at 645. Like that's just what my like circadian rhythm is what it is. And that happens to me a lot. Yeah. Also, if if you're an athlete or somebody working out a lot, everybody's body is different, but you need eight to nine hours of sleep typically so your body can repair. All right. Well, I guess going to to bed at 830 is what... Everyone should be doing. Everyone I'm, start I'm, going to bed no, at 8.30. No, I'm saying the 8.30 part is irrelevant. I'm saying if you want to pull out the useful part, it's having a routine and going to sleep and getting up at relatively the same time every day. What I don't about, do it. What about the part where he plans his daily schedule three years in advance? What the fuck? That is insane. I, I mean, I gotta be, he can't do that, right? Somebody else does well, I mean, that. 
if there's no fucking way we're going to talk about the that, guy like, who does you, it we're going to talk about alex guerrero in a little oh, bit yeah. like that i think that's who does it but one thing i heard brought up recently is that and tom brady said this in an interview at one point giselle was like hey you know what you're not great at dedicating time to your kids you are a father and do you think he's writing in time with the kids in his three-year-in-advance schedule? Like, how do you know what the kids' schedule is going to be? His kids get a goodnight kiss while he's getting his fucking massage. We've all seen that clip, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, he kissed his kid on the mouth. I used to kiss my dad on the mouth. Not while fucking, he's getting a massage in the middle of the <laughs> massage, shirtless, from another male masseuse rubbing him down, and the kid just, like, comes over like he's sleeping beauty. <laughs> Well, was it was the kid going Have to bed? Have you never seen this clip, Jeff? No, but I'm asking, was the kid I, going to bed? I don't know. Bed? It was, it was, was probably it close to kid? So then, yeah, fucking, you kiss the guy, kiss your dad good night, and you kid go to bed. Stays up till ten. <laughs> Everyone, kids like dad's lame as fuck. Yeah, everyone else parties after dad goes to bed. You think Giselle's doing any of this shit? No, she's probably drinking champagne say, for every meal. Yeah, could you imagine? Not to defend, I would say not to defend being. Well, I'm kind of defending being an absent father. There's pros and cons to being the greatest at something, right? Like if you're gonna be the greatest football player of all time and put in all the time, energy, and effort, you're probably going to fall significantly short in other areas of life yeah it's the price tag you want to be the greatest of all time and go down in the history books well you're probably gonna be a shitty dad that happens I, I do find it fascinating and you're right like poor giselle she's like when that beauty queen married john cougar Mellencamp, and then they moved to like fucking indiana and she was just like man <laughs> i was going to parties in new york and la all the time and now i'm fucking hanging out at the county fair and waukegan this is great. Yeah. Well, the crazy Giselle. thing there, too, is he's not even technically the largest breadwinner in the household. Internationally, she makes more money than him. Why is that crazy? I'm wondering if that's going to be the case. I bet that's why he created TB12. <laughs> Probably. He's trying to earn more money than Giselle. It's never going to happen. Giselle TB12. is unspeakably rich. Which, that's got to that's gotta play into that, like, Tom Brady's longevity also, right? Because, like, he doesn't have to worry about contracts and not making enough money playing football to survive. I think if you make a certain amount of money, you should have to marry somebody who is under, like, 100 a year. That should just be the rule. Yeah, or there should be, a, there should be like, a luxury yeah. tax that if you don't do that, you pay, like, a luxury tax. Yeah, the I would wife suspect tax or the husband tax. I would suspect, and I'm just spitballing here, the guy's sole identity is probably football or football-adjacent thing. Like, maybe part of why he keeps playing is he doesn't fucking know how to be a dad or being at home would depress him. Like, he loves football. He loves playing football. He loves working out. He loves his routine. He desperately is trying to hang on to that by any means necessary. He's competitive. He's competitive. No competitor. I mean, I know this is going to sound like this is a bit over the top, but it's like fucking wanting a warrior's death. Like a warrior doesn't want to die in their beds. They want to keep going until they can't go anymore. You know, like it's that kind of a mentality, that competitor's mentality. Give me that in the bed death, please. It's fucking, there's a reason we have fucking a Jordan Wizards era. Yeah. Like it's because they can't fucking give it up. Well, also because he left to play baseball, got rusty. No, because he went to the Bulls after that. Yeah. Uh, he came, he oh, came. yeah, you're right. Then he, he, retired. he retired, and then he was like, I can't fucking retire. And that's what would happen if Tom Brady retired right now. He'd be like, nope, fuck this. I need to do this. It's my fucking soul. Yeah, you even saw it with Jason Witten, who is a guy who's been a tight end in the NFL for, I think, 17 or 18 seasons. And he's really smart, really well-spoken. And he was in the broadcast booth. He retired and he was doing Monday night football and he was doing great. And then all of a sudden he was like, nope, I got to go back and play. 
And he like quit his job as a broadcaster mid-season and went back to play football again and then played a couple more seasons and just retired. Like he just now retired. Who did he switch to? Meanwhile, Tony Romo sinks back into the bushes. (laughs) The Raiders. He played for for the Raiders when he came back. Yeah, because he was a cowboy, right? Yeah. Weirdly enough, one of the other things Tom Brady just swears by you can buy this in his tb12 store oh what a coincidence bioceramic infused pajamas and against all odds it seems like this is the thing that has the most scientific backing to it like these do seem like a thing that can aid in healing the body like recovery not really you know what I mean by healing. It's not going to cure your cancer, but it aids your sleep process. Yeah. If you went for a run, it'll help you bounce back a little bit better. And this of all the things is the one where a couple scientists were like, yeah, maybe, like, maybe there's a little behind that. And in interviews, he's like, well, if I'm wearing these pajamas and my competitors aren't, I have the competitive edge. And if I was his competitor, I would just buy the pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Buy them from his website. Which I think is kind of the point, right? Yeah, you would assume. How many he, how many college football players or high school football players saw this and worked their side job and saved up their money so they can have these pajamas so they think that they have the competitive edge? Yeah, that's the whole problem with this. It would be one thing if Tom Brady was selling all this crazy snake oil shit on his website and failing, but he's back in the Super Bowl at age 43 and he's like he's gotten progressively better throughout the season. Well, the other thing too is that Tom Brady sells this shit, but he got the idea from Under Armour. Like Under Armour was the ones that were like pushing the bioceramic sleepwear. Yeah. Like you got to figure they're probably kind of at least, you know, I wouldn't necessarily consider Under Armour to be snake oil in the way that when you would hear the phrase bioceramic <laughs> infused sleepwear, you're like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. If it's the same thing as Under Armour, I don't know what Under Armour does and how it works, but there's a oh, reason well. it's as widespread in sports as it is. Well, Adam, traditionally, bioceramics have been used in the medical world as bone material as yeah. well. The benefits of bioceramic clothing are reported to help increase blood flow Ooh. and circulation. Since blood flow impacts sleep, this is why bioceramic fabric claims to increase Bioceramic bone cut. Yeah, bioceramics there making that is. bone bigger. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, baby. But, yeah. So then I guess, you know, buy your buy some bioceramic infused pajamas from Tom Brady, everybody. There is a a big vibe here of like a lot of nickels and dimes to figure out how to be the greatest of all time, you know, where he's like adding all these things that add like one percent. You know, if I'm going to get like really like RPG, it's like adds one percent hit points and adds one percent durability. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, is that is that worth it? Well, the thing that we're not discussing yet is what role a belief system plays in too. Like the three of us could drink the same electrolytes before, let's say, going on a race. If one of us truly believes that gives a competitive edge and the other two don't, psychologically it may push you harder. Yeah, it's placebo effect. Definitely. Yeah. Like that's a thing. And I'd say we'd all finish at the exact same time if we all I think so. Without having that drink though. Yeah. That would be it would be close. I bet Jeff would finish last because we'd set up the race near a chicken farm and he'd stop for eggs. Well, Jeff would finish last because you know, he doesn't I, even like sports. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. I looked into that, and that's not true. I heard you claiming it, but there's nothing to back well, that up. Well, let me ask you this, then. How do you feel about fruit? Because Tom Brady uh, says, fuck fruit. In general, doesn't eat fruit. 
He never had a strawberry until Stephen Colbert a couple of years ago, and he ate one on the show. It was a giant fucking deal. Yeah, he said he had never had a strawberry and had no desire to ever eat anything like that, which that's weird. That's fucking like I get that some fruit has sugars in it, but like it's a relatively natural sugar that's pretty easy to process. And if you're working out like Tom Brady, like the dude doesn't need to like stave off body fat. No. Like that's the thing. Like with his work ethic and everything, like a fucking cantaloupe isn't going to take him out. Unless he no. threw it at his head at 200 miles an hour. He'd move. He's good in the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in the pocket. That's why he replaced Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> that was a fucking t- he was just a big tackle dummy running around in front of, behind a fucking center he thought he was gonna get his job back <laughs> what an yeah, then he went to buffalo so and failed poor guy yeah and then did. he went to dallas and did okay so yeah no fruit at all he said he'll occasionally put a banana in his smoothies but other than that no fruit which that's extreme like it's obviously a good idea to not eat too much added sugars, like foods with additional sugar. And like fruit juice is kind of a problem because that's just like yeah. all the sugar Pure from sugar. several pieces of fruit put yeah. into one. With none of the fiber. Bottle. Yeah. But a piece of My fruit? My general diet is, good is for I, you, man. I don't eat anything with added sugar except if it's on a cheat. But like I'll eat stuff that has sugar in it, but nothing that has added sugar and I try to keep the carbs as low as I can, but no fruit. Wouldn't it be funny if he's like, no fruit, but he will eat a whole pumpkin. <laughs> Just picture Tom Brady eating an entire pumpkin. That's a gourd. I picture Jeff only oh eating God. fruit when on a secret date with his mistress. What? Because he said only on cheats. Oh, that's oh, some, that is some yeah, high-level wordplay right things. there, Chad. Okay. That's an A to D joke. There it is. He also will not eat any nightshade vegetables. So mushrooms, things of the like. I don't know what what, is. Yeah, like what's a nightshade vegetable? So I believe there are higher things like tomatoes, potatoes, anything that rhymes with those. Peppers. I believe they're more alkaline, and the idea is they're inflammatory. So he stays away from inflammatory foods, foods that may promote inflammation. White White potatoes, tomatoes, eggplant, bell peppers, cayenne pepper paprika i'm gonna be honest it's those last two that would hurt me the most cayenne pepper well the paprika can go i guess i mean no i could fuck without uh, eating nightshade vegetables like i couldn't care less i cut tomatoes just like like going gluten-free or giving up certain types of foods there may be certain people that their immune systems and their digestive systems benefit from this but it's irresponsible to tell all people just cut nightshades and then you'll your immune system would be fucking great I mean, the first link I clicked on after I Googled what nightshade vegetables are, nightshades are nutritious, healthful foods, and the idea that they cause inflammation is not supported by evidence. And that's why Tom Brady doesn't eat them. He thinks they cause inflammation. He's a big anti-inflammation guy, which is great. Inflammation is a bigger contributor to a lot of life's problems than people realize. But God damn. But the, 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 the average is- American having a lot of inflammation, it's not because they're eating bell peppers and eggplants. It's- <laughs> Because they're eating highly processed oils and fatty fried foods that are inflammatory in our systems. Not, I had a fucking stuffed pepper.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like the idea too that Tom Brady's like, you know, if I if I eat these nightshade vegetables and get it, I get inflammation, I could get rheumatoid arthritis. And it's like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but three hundred pound men have uh, destroyed your body several times, and you're going to get it anyway. Oh, but is he? Because Probably. he also one of the things he believes is that. The way he trains makes his muscles more pliable. And because of that, he's able to absorb the impact from being hit in the pocket more than most people. And it dissipates the impact along his muscles differently because they're more pliable. Come on, Jeff. That's true, right? That's the one where if I'm reading the book, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Muscle pliability, that isn't even a thing. And it's the main thing in in this program. And you're right. There are, like, we'll link to all the articles as usual. There are doctors who were interviewed about this, and they're like, that's the first time we ever even heard the phrase muscle pliability is when Tom Brady put it in that book. People are like, well, I have no idea what he's talking about. But it's like he's saying that, like, his muscle is fucking Kevlar. Because Kevlar reacts in a similar way, where it takes a, a hard impact and like the Kevlar itself firms itself up and protects the piercing aspect from happening, it prevents that from happening. So like he's basically saying that his muscles are essentially the meat version of Kevlar. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like science to me. I want to know more about the ash. Yeah, there's there's that also the thing that interests me. He sprinkles alkaline ash on his food because he says it adjusts the pH balance of what you eat and that causes less inflammation. Meanwhile, there are doctors who were asked about this also and they were like, "You could just eat baking soda straight and it's not going to change the ph balance in your body that's not how it works yeah that's like blaming the moon for your mood because it has tidal pull and you're like you're like your body's 80 percent water so <laughs> don't say that you know, one that's why i'm an asshole Los Angeles. yeah there are people on this network who would object to that stance oh the great crystal wars of los angeles is going to be a bloody and brutal thing but only for one side, because the other side is just going to try to use energy to do it. <laughs> that side's going to be QAnon pretty quick. You wait and see. Oh, the, there's been a ton of articles about the crystal to Q yeah. shifts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. He also doesn't drink any alcohol or caffeine. The no alcohol makes sense. Like everyone should, if you can, just don't drink any alcohol. But caffeine is... As long as you're drinking it in moderation, it's not bad for you, really. It's a stimulant. And also, yeah. it dep- if the, if somebody runs high in anxiety, yeah, have it, cutting a cup of coffee can make a big fucking difference for your health. You don't want to be reliant. Like I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people listening that are like can't go without their daily cup of coffee. Like That's not necessarily ideal if you need to drink two or three cups to function, but it, yeah. this, is just, this is just selling some fucking idea for him to make money yeah i love that like he's like a, he's basically like i'm kind of a mormon but i also eat weird shit this i also is, put ash on my food this is it's basically very what scientology does for tom cruise oh, it's the tom connection they per- yeah right it'd be nice to get those fucking gigs the tom gigs <laughs> 
I'd like to be quarterback in the Super Bowl. Put me in, coach. Like Tom Brady might genuinely a hundred percent in his heart and mind believe all this, but the people he's working with know it's a fucking scam and they're selling something. That's the whole yeah, thing. We're we're gonna close out by talking about the real person behind all this, which is a guy named Alex Guerrero, who is a highly controversial figure. Bad boy. So much so that Bill Belichick banned him from training any other Patriots players besides Tom Brady. That's a very Barry Bonds vibe to it here. That fucking Barry guy. Bonds and sort of like the situation Brian Wilson fell into in the 80s where he was just under the spell of this guru who was kind of managing his entire life. And eventually people had to intervene and get that guy away from him. And it seems like Bill Belichick was kind of at that point with Alex Guerrero in the last couple years of Tom Brady's time in New England. And I feel like it might have had something to do with Tom Brady leaving. I mean, I would say, too, that people like these trainers, you know, if they if they're if it's working for Brady and they're like, I'll work for you, too. Like, I, I already have the thing set up. You want it? I can get you it. Just hook me up. Like, you can make a lot of fucking money off of these people. Yeah. By doing that. Like, athletes have money to burn. And, and if they view it as an investment in themselves, they're far more likely to burn it. Yeah, I'm going to pay this guy 250 k but I'm going to make an extra $5 mil in my career because of it. And it would be one thing if this guy was some sort of renowned medical professional with a long track record of improving the lives of people through his methods and treatments. But no, he's an infomercial guy. He's basically he's the my pillow guy. Yeah, he first rose to fame in the early 2000s, pushing this product called Supreme Greens. Supreme Tom Brady Green. actually found out about him because he'd see him on TV at five in the morning when he woke up. <laughs> Probably. I'm just making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> but Supreme Greens, he claimed on these late night infomercials, claimed it could cure cancer and AIDS and multiple sclerosis. He and had no lawsuits. There's no way that passed. Yeah, the, the FTC eventually cracked down on him for all of that. But the craziest thing he and Tom Brady ever teamed up on is NeuroSafe, which is water that, I hope you're all sitting down, prevents concussions. Unless it's in the form of a waterbed mattress wrapped around your fucking body before you're tackled, that is not a thing. Yeah, that's fair. One Man, of the I really crazy- I kind of want to check out this, the TB12 method book. You should. Are you going to, you should, maybe I'll get, do it for a month. Buy it right now, Jeff. I'm like looking into it, you know, maybe I could. Somehow we have sold Jeff a on this being a good yeah, idea. We're, we're all looking into it. We're recording sprinkle, a podcast about a little, it right now. Sprinkle a little ash on my pizza, you know, <laughs> pesto pizza though. No fucking tomato sauce. I'm no fool. No, Fresh that's, shades. yeah, that's not real pizza. Stir so, some ash into Neurosafe. my Gatorade. You know how you do it. This, the, the crazy thing about this NeuroSafe is it's water that prevents concussions. And the reason Tom Brady is the perfect guy to sell it is he never has concussions, weirdly enough. He's just this untouchable machine of a quarterback who's never had to enter the NFL's concussion protocol. But when this water came out, Giselle was doing like a promotional thing for it. And she just blurts out, well, you know, having a NFL quarterback for a husband, he he has a concussion at least once a year. And so, so so a product like this would be great around our house. And people are like, wait, what? Tom Brady said he's never had a concussion. And now you're saying he has a concussion every year and he's just been playing through them? Well, he doesn't no remember he believe- because he's fucking concussed. 
Well, yeah, no wonder he believes this shit. He's mentally compromised now. <laughs> Their information page, by the way, is fascinating because they're We've like making use of news. Yeah, yeah, Jeff is sold. Checked out of the podcast about TV Hold on, 12, I, but I want to know more deeply, using neuros. He's entering his credit card itali- info right now. Look, they've italicized the weirdest fucking words in their description. It's like they just randomly chose to italicize making use of NeuroSafe. Using NeuroSafe is not hard. All you have to do is blend <laughs> NeuroSafe into 8 to 10 ounces of drinking water and drink. <laughs> Like it's like the italics are fucking bananas. It is recommended to not mix it in juice. Take NeuroSafe daily while you're in season just before injuries come about. It is just like creating Kool-Aid, but additional advantages. Now that NeuroSafe is done, all you need to do is drink it. Yeah. Our recommendation is that you drink it every morning. This is fucking bananas. Like, I don't know who wrote this copy, but it's fucking crazy, man. I love that drink is in the instructions like if they just left it at mix neurosafe in a glass of water you're gonna be like whoa what next it just stick your dick in it do nothing for me uh, yeah not only is drink in the directions but it is italicized <laughs> chat you need to try this neurosafe stuff yeah because i'm gonna come tackle you i've already got a couple of glasses myself jokes on you guys i ordered some this earlier this yeah week. let's do that let's let's one of us drink a bunch of neurosafe and then We'll give you a bunch of tackles and knocks to the ground and things, yeah. and we'll see if you get a concussion. Yeah, just get it. We'll go pick a fight in Long Beach <laughs> after I take some NeuroSafe. Well, we need a control study, it's... so we'll have Danger drink some of it, too. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Argue with the results. That's That's the whole problem here. It would be one thing, again, if Tom Brady was not succeeding at the level he is. But he is, which means we're never going to break him of these beliefs. Yeah, but so it's, much of it is it's pl- the, placebo. It's obviously this, this stuff is clearly all correlated. Whether or not there's causation in it, we'll literally never know. But the correlation is there. He's getting those results. And again, if you talk to any of the people he's worked with, Tom Brady is probably one of the hardest working and diligent people that has ever fucking been in the Because he's got to... It's fine. Obey all these TB12 rules he put in place. Yeah, he's trying to stay away from his wife and kids. And like the argument in terms of argue with the results, there's also Drew Brees, who is playing quarterback in the NFL, still at a relatively high level. He's a year younger than Tom Brady. And I imagine he's not like throwing down on Big Macs and pints of ice cream in the offseason. He takes care of himself. But that man is disintegrating before our eyes on the field. He cannot throw the ball more than 40 yards anymore, and it turns out that's because he played the entire season with a rotator cuff injury, which is something I've had, and I cannot fathom throwing a fucking football with that. Oh, it's like the Tiger documentary when they're just like, and then we heard his bones crack. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, fuck. And he did that, and people didn't even know. We do know that he broke 11 ribs at one point. Yeah, they literally have to bring in a different quarterback if they want to do run place. Yeah, in Drew Brees' last game, they brought in another quarterback specifically for a play where they had to throw the ball down the field. And then that was the only play he was in for. It, it is funny to me to picture Drew Brees trying to, like, shot put the football because he can't make the rotation throw. <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. And, yeah, he Drew Brees averaged four yards per pass this season, I believe. Which, why even throw a pass if you're throwing it for four yards? It's a first down every three throws. That's a good point. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is a thing Tom Brady's just going to be into his entire life. And there needs to be something in the beginning of that fucking book that's just like, if you can have five 340-pound men surround you at all times and prevent anything from touching you, you will have a much better result. That's the thing. Like, Tom Brady played behind such a great offensive line for so long. He never got hit. Like, that's why he was never injured. He barely ever got hit. And the one time he did, the NFL was like, we're not going to let that happen again. So... Well, someone like Army rolled into his fucking leg, right? Yeah, they... Like, it, that was brutal. They destroyed his fucking knee. And thanks to the healing powers of TB12, he was back in one season. And that's... Picture Alex Guerrero doing the Mr. Miyagi thing where he like fucking rubs his hands together and puts his hand on the fucking knee. Tom Brady's going to fight. I was going to say one tell might be like how successful this is, is if his kids grow up to be the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if they've been adopting this from a young age. He has boys that are 13 and 11. Weird that his 13-year-old took his, well, maybe not weird, I guess, just unexpected that his 13-year-old has his mom's last name. Were they married at the time when he was born? Ah, that might be a good point. So is that here's how it a works? Fun, you take here's a, the mom's last name if you're not married? I, don't know, I think you can take whatever you want. My thing that, like, imagine being his kids and, like, having to live by these rules, too, and then, like, going to a birthday party. And they're just like, oh, I'm sorry. Are there any nightshade vegetables on the crudite platter? <laughs> yeah, he probably watched what his kid fuck? have one strawberry and lose his shit off a sugar high. And he's like, I'm never touching that stuff. There's no way he puts his kids through this. I bet Giselle, again, I, mean, I bet Giselle doesn't fuck with this. Giselle doesn't have to put in all that work. She's Giselle. Imagine doing all that cocaine and then having a husband who goes to bed at 8.30. I don't know if she's ever I mean, She gets to stay up and do cocaine, though. Doing lines with her kids. <laughs> now that that lame-ass dad of yours is asleep, let's fucking get going. Fucking rube. Getting ripped. <laughs> drawing dicks on his face while he sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't. Apparently there was some science behind those things, too. I don't see Who knows? I mean, some things work just because things are ridiculous. Like cryotherapy, for example. Like, cryotherapy is like, oh, it's kind of ridiculous. But also, like, that shit works. Also, yeah. some things so, like, work Mark, for you some people and not Mark Wahlberg's others. fucking um, schedule? See what? Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule. Have you ever seen it? No. Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule? It's fucking bananas like he's just like i'm up at 4 30 i have an hour of cryotherapy and then i have the this and that and it's like fucking bananas what he does you're just like ooh, shit yeah, same thing yeah. with the rock he has steak like seven times a day or some shit oh i could get behind that i fuck with steak when he when the rock was in hercules and he's like i have my cheat meal and it's like 40 pancakes <laughs> oh yeah and you're just like that just can't be fun for you to have especially with sports there are weird things that seem to work like you'll see athletes come out with just tape on certain parts of their body and there's a thing with some science behind it that it does actually help with injuries and things of the like athletes are different man yeah I guess start sprinkling alkaline they're, powder they're, on your food if you want to be Tom Brady. Yeah, they're performing at such an intense level. It's really crazy. Yeah. But I think that's our that's our episode because we are not adherents to the TB12 method, so we can't record much longer than this without wearing out. I feel like Jeff really is. Yeah, Jeff's gone. Jeff's so far gone. Look, I'm I'm just saying that there's some things that could work <laughs> in the system. I'm not saying it all That's works. the thing we said at the beginning of the episode. There are obviously things in there that would work. Listen, when Q says we need change in this country, I mean, we do need some change in this country. <laughs> right? 
What are you doing? Are you trying to paste? I was trying to end this episode. What are you pasting in here? Sorry. I put the Mark Wahlberg schedule. Chef pasted the I, smallest I fucking screenshot yeah. I've ever seen. I'm Where's, sorry. I, I, was, I had to do it on my phone. Where is Punch so, an Asian person? It's. I mean, it's implied. Oh, okay. that, he goes to bed an hour earlier than Tom Brady. <laughs> he wakes like, up at nuts? 2.30 in the morning. Eat a dick. What does he have, a paper route? Prayer, prayer time, time. 2.45. Prayer time. Okay. For half an hour. You play hour. half an hour of hey. golf at 7.30 in the morning? Shut up. No, I think he plays golf 7.30 to 9.30, but he has an 8 a.m. snack built into the golf. <laughs> Otherwise, it reads That's actually golf 7.30 to 8 a.m. snack, 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. <laughs> That's a big-ass snack. He's having a fucking Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> for a snack at, at fucking 8.30 in the morning. And then he's like 11 a.m. mixes in family time slash meeting slash work calls. So if he's not busy, you'll see his family. The snacking is even crazier because it starts at 8 a.m. He hits the cryo chamber to recover. And then at 1030 a.m. snack. I would like to add that it's funny that he adds family time at a time when his kids will be at school. He's like, hey, you guys weren't here for family time. Family time meetings, work calls. I'm sure family gets a lot of time in that two-hour span. Like, could, could you imagine having this fucking asshole schedule? <laughs> no. I would at least sleep in until like 4.30 a.m. and get, right? That's why you're not a Wahlberg. Hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you... But then you've... also he starts Wahlburgers. I'd like to see Wahlburgers open at 2.30 a.m. and close at 6 p.m. and see what happens. Tom Brady needs a Wahlburgers of himself. This TB12 method needs to be converted to burgers where you're getting fucking ash <laughs> and fucking. Can I get a tomato on that burger? No. Absolutely no, no, not. Can Can't have get ketchup the on that burger out of... that has tomato on it. Can I get the inflammation yeah. burger, please? It's one with all the nightshade vegetables on it. Can I get the eggplant parm burger? <laughs> all right. So that's that's our episode. Good job, Tom Brady. You're old and still doing stuff. Yeah. And uh, maybe you just won a Super Bowl. Maybe you just lost a Super Bowl. I don't know. We all know that life doesn't end at 43. That's right. It does. A little, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. It does. I, I can mean, attest. for him, it's going to end. It's going to be far more traumatic for him to leave his NFL job than any of us ever leaving any of our jobs. I don't know. If I had to go back and get a day job from this, that would be pretty traumatic. Nah, you'll flip records, man. Uh, all right. Can we end this podcast for the love of God? Since when have I ever been one to end a podcast? Exactly. Hey, this was great. Thanks for having me. This was lots of fun. Patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. That's where you can go to keep the lights on. Jeff, what do you got to plug? Sideshow Sideshow is every other Tuesday on Sideshow Collectibles. And of course, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific is the live Unsealed and Revealed show. So you can check that out on their YouTube and social media channels. Also, Tom and Jeff watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. And also, Adam doesn't even, you like, don't even sports. like sports. A sports podcast about how Adam doesn't like sports is available on the Unpopular Opinion Network. Jeff doesn't out. even like sports. Adam doesn't like sports. Chat, do you have anything to plug? We'll see how well this ages, but I think I'm going to take February off from social media. So my plug is to go do something kind for yourself. Is this so you don't put all that hate speech out there on Black History? Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah, it's probably best to put some distance between you no, and social media during Black History Month. Come yeah, on now. It's probably it's not a good idea. Yeah. It's not what it's you about. I'm, I'm happy mouth. that your subconscious is working at such peak efficiency. <laughs> yeah. Did you train it using the TB12 method? No, yeah, the, I the trained Chet it Wild using method, Tony yeah. Robbins NLP method. CW28. 
That's the Chet Wilde 28 days of not saying anything racist on Aren't Twitter. we in a weep year? Are we not in a weep year? I don't know. I, I don't pay it. Uh, 21. It's an odd It's an odd year. No, no, last year was leap year because I saw Mariah Carey on leap day in Vegas, and I got this bitchin' hoodie that I have been wearing all the time ever since. It's the last thing I did before the Rona. Went and saw Mariah in cons. Short for concert. Saves me time when me time. I talk. Hey, let's get out of here. Chet. Say goodbye. Yeah, I don't want to. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, Chet. that was Chet. Jeff, Did you hear Chet? Chet? No, Chet just I, said goodbye. Hey, Jeff, say goodbye. No, I. It's three thirty. I got to go to bed in five what? hours. Bye. Come on. <laughs> no, you got to do it East Coast time, so you got to go to bed in two hours. Good night, everybody. We love you. Let's go,